Welcome to day 11, you guys. That officially means that we are past the halfway point of this challenge. Moving on to the second half. I'm super, it's crazy to me. I'm super shocked that we're past halfway, but I hope you guys are enjoying it. Building on yesterday. So yesterday we were talking about stress, stress management. Today we were talking about one of the ways I was chatting about at the end that you can use or one of the ways you can help manage your stress. And that is mindfulness and meditation. You guys, if you haven't figured it out yet, or if I haven't explicitly said it yet in this challenge, there is a huge mind-body connection when it comes to our pelvic floor and our pelvic health. And if anyone out there has seen me for physio or who has seen another person for physio, you're going to know this. You're going to know that it was made way more mental and deliberate and intentional when you were starting out your process or your journey in pelvic floor physio. And the reason for this is because, well, there's many reasons, but we really are disconnected to that area of our body. We can't see it. We don't always have a great sense of what it's doing. And so a lot of the foundation is finding this connection again. And it's really, really important to do. And again, if you're someone who has seen me or another physio, and especially if you're someone who might have a lot of stress in your life or be have, dealing with a tense pelvic floor like we chatted about, you're probably going to leave my office or have left my office with the recommendation of looking into some meditation and some mindfulness practice. So the question a lot of people ask me is why? Why should I do that for my pelvic health? And the truth is, the reason why is because, you guys, the research is just piling up. It is piling up with regards to how mindfulness and meditation can decrease pain symptoms, depression, anxiety. It can improve cognitive function. It can improve quality of life, among so many other things that aren't necessarily related to your pelvic floor, at least directly related to it. I mean, including, which is crazy, it producing changes in the actual gray matter density in regions of your brain related to learning and memory, emotional regulation, and self-awareness. You guys, that's huge. If you're not a science nerd like I am, the fact that it's changing the density of gray matter in your brain essentially means changing the structure of your brain. So mindfulness meditation is literally changing things for the better, both kind of in terms of functionality, cognition but also physical structure so that's huge there are tons of experts in this field so i definitely encourage you to seek them out read some of their stuff to learn more and delve a little bit deeper into this that today is going to be like i said today's going to be such just a brief 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 overview more than anything just giving you guys an introduction and a wee challenge to learn more so tons of experts there's one particular one who is really, really amazing. She's here in Canada, Dr. Lori Brado. She actually specifically studies mindfulness when it comes to pelvic pain. So if you're someone who's dealing with any sort of pelvic pain, she is an amazing resource. So I highly recommend looking up Dr. Lori Brado. And in terms of just general meditation and mindfulness, my personal favorite person to learn from would be Dr. Sam Harris, if anyone has heard of him. He is actually a philosopher and a neuroscientist, and I just really, really love his approach. I love um, his neuroscientist background, and like I said, I'm a science geek, so that really appeals to me.
And I'm going to essentially paraphrase a bit of what Sam says here, because he's going to say it much more eloquently than I ever would. And what he says is that our minds largely determine the quality of our lives. Now, of course, outward circumstances, of course, matter. But how we use our attention in every moment absolutely makes a difference between happiness and misery. He says that the habit of spending nearly every waking moment lost in thought basically leaves us at the mercy of whatever those thoughts happen to be. And what I'll add is most of the times when we're thinking things, we're not thinking kind things of ourselves or of what's going on, right? We ruminate, we get stuck on maybe what's going wrong, what we have to do. A lot of the times our thoughts aren't those positive ones. I hope that's starting to change since that day one or day two that we chatted about um, gratitude. But but think, those we're at our we're at the mercy of those thoughts. And Dr. Harris, Sam, really talks about how meditation and mindfulness is essentially a way to break out of the spell and focus just on one aspect of it instead of all of these things. So what exactly is mindfulness and meditation? Well, mindfulness is actually just a state. So it's simply a state of open, non-judgmental, non-discursive attention to basically the contents of our consciousness, whether that's pleasant or unpleasant. So in other words, it is just a state of being open and being aware of the thoughts as they come into your head without judgment and just being aware. The practice of mindfulness is actually incredibly simple to describe, but not at all easy. And to be truly masterful at it, it's probably going to take a lifetime of practice. So it's not an easy thing. And Sam Harris, actually, he, he, I find this quite funny. He said that the simple instructions of mindfulness are analogous to something like this. Go find a horizontal cable that can support your weight. Okay, put it down. Stand on one end. Step forward by placing one foot directly in front of the other and keep repeating. Do not fall. Done. Okay. Those are the instructions. That is way easier said than done. And in terms of meditation and mindfulness, you can think of every time getting lost in thought, that can be analogous to falling. And most of us, when we start practices like this or start opening up our mind to mindfulness, we fall off the wire every second. But with practice, we learn to break the spell if even just for a few seconds. And over time, maybe those few seconds go longer and longer. Essentially, the goal of mindfulness is to, what Sam says, awaken us from our trance of discursive thinking. So basically, awaken from the habit of constantly reaching and grasping for pleasant thoughts and recoiling from unpleasant thoughts and instead just enjoying a mind that is undisturbed by worry and just merely open. So that's what mindfulness is. It sounds amazing, right? (laughs) But as you can see, it's not as easy as it might sound. And I know what I'm telling you guys is more I mean, some of you guys might know it, but it's this, this idea, this concept that sounds wonderful, but really how in practice do you do that? And that's going to be part of my challenge for you today. I am not a teacher in mindfulness. I am not a teacher in meditation. I love it. I've done a lot of research in it, 
And I think it's incredible the benefits, but that's where I suggest people who are better at dealing with or not dealing with, but teaching this to people, right? If you're interested, I will recommend some people for you, but I'm not necessarily the one to actually teach you, but I just wanted to open your mind. Funny that we say that while we're chatting about mindfulness to the possibilities. Now that was a lot about mindfulness. So while mindfulness is a state or like a quality, meditation is an active practice. So meditation can certainly help with mindfulness, but you can actually be mindful without meditating. Meditation tends to be a little bit more formal. Oftentimes we think of it as that seated practice. There's different types. It's more intentional, more deliberate, more concentrative. Um, And so that tends to be the big difference. Sometimes jumping right into mindfulness can be challenging and people prefer to have a little bit more instruction or formal practice with meditation, but both have huge benefits and both are something I really want you guys to explore. So that brings us to your challenge. So if you are someone who already meditates or or practices mindfulness, that's amazing. I love it. I'm super happy. If you're not, I'm going to encourage you to download an app. There's different ways you can do this. I find this the easiest way to start. Download an app that can guide you. So a guided meditation app, because what you'll do is you'll put in your headphones and you'll just listen and kind of follow through the instructions. A lot easier than trying to do it on your own right from the get-go. There are so many apps out there. Um, the three I tend to talk about the most is one called Calm. I've never really used this one, so I guess I can't really speak to it much, but people I really am close to and trust have used it and like it. So there is one app, Calm. And the other two are Headspace and Waking Up. So Waking Up is with Sam Harris, which is why it tends to be my absolute favorite. I really enjoy it. I really find it soothing and I enjoy the lessons that are associated with it. That one's called Waking Up. I really like it. I hope you guys do too. Headspace is also a great one. I don't particularly like it as much as waking up, but a lot of my other colleagues and friends do. I will say the research has been almost predominantly done on Headspace. So it has way more research backing and evidence backing to it than the other apps. So if that's important to you, I would definitely go with Headspace but these are three options for you. Most of them come with a free trial. So what I want you guys to do is I want you just to look them up, maybe read about them a little bit, maybe download the free trial. There's also a Netflix show um, with Headspace. And I know there's some meditation in those. So if you don't want to do the app, you can do that. And just, yeah, I want you to kind of take that step, download it, maybe even do the first day and take that step to learning a bit more about meditation and mindfulness and perhaps even starting that journey of implementing it into your life. There you go, guys. Day 11, mindfulness meditation. Enjoy.